In today's show, we'll be discussing the Bitcoin price crawling 2.5% off the lows as the weekly chart risk, bearish engulfing. Also breaking news just in, Singapore court rules buying and selling Bitcoin without a license is completely legal. And quoting Max Kaiser, as we've said for years, of course the next round of stimulus will be 2x America's GDP. Back in 2008, an opportunity to right the mess presented itself and the U.S. tripled down on the same failed policies. Hyperinflation is backstage warming up. Up, $220,000 Bitcoin in play. Send it. Also in today's show, Gemini to launch derivatives platform outside of the United States. That's right. The platform's first derivatives contract will be a Bitcoin perpetual contract denominated in Gemini dollars. Also in today's show, incoming FedCoin will track everyone in new 1984 style systems as Rich Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. We'll also be discussing crypto now dead in America as U.S. authorities target the nascent industry, says billionaire Shamath P. Also breaking news, the world's first Bitcoin real estate marketplace launches powered by Coinbase. That's right. Agents can now list U.S. commercial and residential properties to be sold for crypto or cash on the platform, and anyone worldwide can purchase them within one business day through the ASAP program. Let's get it. Also in today's show, $532,000 Bitcoin price is on the horizon, predicts quant analyst Plan B, and shares his timeline. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, my January 12th prediction is in line with the stock-to-flow model. $100,000 is the bottom of my $100,000 to $1 million range with around $532,000 stock-to-flow model value after the 2024 halving. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is podcast episode number 1260. I'm your host, JV, and today is April 23rd, 2023. How has your weekend been thus far? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin and crypto market watch. As you can see, the King Crypto back in the green. Let's go. Trading above 27,600. We have Ether still in the red. BNB also in the green, but the majority of the alts also correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com the crypto market cap sitting just above 1.1 trillion dollars with about 30 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with bitcoin dominance at 45.8 percent and the ether dominance at 19.3 percent and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours casper leading the pack up five percent trading just above five cents followed by quant up 2.4 uh, percent trading at 112 bucks, followed by Monero up two percent trading at 157 dollars. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we can see a handful in the green with XRD leading the pack up about 20 percent and BGB up almost seven percent. But as you can see, the vast majority of the alts correcting with heavy losses for the week. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index, one of my favorite indicators shows we're currently rated a 56 greed. Yesterday was a 53 neutral, last week a six. 68 greed and last month a 61 in greed so there you have it how many of you are currently bullish on the king crypto make some noise in the live chat and towards the end of the show i'll be reading everyone's comments out loud giving everyone the opportunity to have their opinions heard now let's dive into today's bitcoin technical analysis and check out some of the charts bitcoin sought to snatch back the lost ground on april 23rd as 10-day lows remained in place as you can see here clearly in the bitcoin one-hour candle chart data from cointelegraph markets point trade 
trading view followed Bitcoin as it rose the circle 27.7, up around 2.5% from the low set on the prior day, with Bitcoin remaining on traders' radars as potential short opportunity into the weekly close. Quitting Crypto Tony, 26.6 is my target in my short term position right now and also he says it is the most logical target and we have also bids popped up down there too now so i am expecting a reaction once tested that target would mark a new bottom for bitcoin which lost 10 percent over the week to turn april's performance thus far negative analyst mark cullen eyed a potential for bitcoin to approach the april 21st cme futures closing price of 27.3 before the weekly close uh quoting uh here lots of bids sitting at 26.5 but not sure they will get tapped just yet and also a further twitter post Noted increased spot market selling on the largest exchange Binance, this potentially adding downside pressure and an otherwise less liquid weekend trading environment, quoting Alpha BTC. Looks like the Binance spot selling is still trying to push the price lower. They took a break as markets closed on Friday, but the algos seem to be kicking back in. Now let's discuss the horrendous bearish engulfing looming. Market participants appear to share consensus over the Bitcoin price action, more broadly suggesting that the short-term bearish moves were not yet apt to change the overall bullish trend thus far for 2023. Amongst them was crypto analyst Mikhail Vende Pop, quoting him here, I don't see the entire bearish perspective. Weekly time frame we are seeking for a higher low, which seems as a possible case around 26.5 to 27,000 or perhaps 25,000. Breaking back above 27.8 is probably a strong upwards reaction to 29 for Bitcoin and continuation of the uptrend. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And now fellow trader crypto bullet sounded more nervous even while acknowledging that a weekly candle eclipse in a full month's progress would not necessarily spell the end of the bull run quoting crypto bullet weekend or bitcoin uh, on the one week even if we close the weekly candle as a horrendous bearish engulfing it's not over yet let me remind you of what we had back in 2019 during the same echo bubble rally number one bear market low number two first bounce number three a higher low and number four weeks of sideways consolidation after so there you have it let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts and as i mentioned in the intro of the show breaking news singapore court rules buying and selling bitcoin without a license is completely legal as it should be let's go and quoting max kaiser in response to this story here uh this is nick tamaros a former fed official who warned against overdoing stimulus in 2020 and 2021 sees danger ahead on banking the current upheaval is the second or third inning not the seventh inning i'm afraid we have got something coming that we don't fully understand. And Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin, responded, as we've said for years, of course, the next round of stimulus will be 2x America's GDP. Back in 08, an opportunity to right the mess presented itself, and the U.S. tripled down on the same failed policies. Hyperinflation is backstage, warming up. $220,000 Bitcoin price in play. Send it and let's freaking go. And now for our next breaking story of the day, as innovation is leaving the United States. In fact, as shared just uh, the other day, Coinbase announced getting a license in Bermuda so they could launch a derivatives platform outside the U.S. And guess what? Gemini is following suit, would also plans to launch a derivatives platform outside the U.S. You can thank Gary Gensler and the regulators for not doing their job. Check this out. United States-based crypto exchange Gemini announced on April 21st that the upcoming launch of 
of a derivatives platform outside the U.S. The move comes amid a tightening, uncertain regulatory environment for crypto firms in the country. Dubbed the Gemini Foundation, the offshore division will offer services to users based in Singapore, Hong Kong, India, Argentina, Bahamas, Bermuda, the British Virgin Islands, Bhutan, Brazil, Cayman Islands, Chile, Egypt, El Salvador, Israel, Jersey, New Zealand, Nigeria, Panama, Peru, the Philippines. It seems virtually everywhere except for those in the United States. Go figure. How many of you saw this coming? The platform's first derivatives contract will be a Bitcoin perpetual contract denominated in Gemini dollars, followed by an ETH Gemini dollar perpetual contract. Shortly after, this is their announcement directly from Gemini on uh, crypto Twitter. Now, eligible customers will be able to trade both spot and derivative products, as well as convert U.S. dollars and USD coin into GUSD on a one-to-one basis. Fees, profits, and losses will also be processed in GUSD. The default leverage is 20x with the maximum possible leverage being 100x and let's just stop right there i have to warn all newbies to the industry do not trade with leverage even if you think you know what you're doing i would highly avoid leverage trades of like 5x 10x 20x especially 100x because it's straight up insanity and you're most likely to get liquidated if you don't know Now you know. I just wanted to share that warning. Now check it. Unlike traditional futures contracts, perpetual contracts never expire. It's kind of like a big royal casino. You know what I mean? Perpetual futures trading is not regulated by the CFTC and exchanges offering crypto futures contracts like BitMEX are not available for U.S. customers. The move comes a few days after Gemini revealed plans to establish a new engineering hub in India. The exchange's founders, Tyler and Cameron, recently announced that Gemini had big plans for international growth this year in APOC. Earlier this month, Gemini filed a pre-registration with the Ontario Securities Commission to become restricted dealer in Canada. Gemini is also scrutinized by U.S. authorities with the New York State Department of Financial Services reportedly investigating the exchange over claims that many users had believed their assets and their earn accounts were protected by the FDIC. Now, Gemini's earn program halted withdrawals back in November after its operating partner Genesis cited unprecedented market turmoil. And in January, the firm filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Reports at the time suggested that up to $900 million in earn user funds could have been locked. The U.S. SEC also charged the exchange with offering unregistered securities through EARN in January. Now, is this a surprise to anyone with the regulation going on with the SEC that it would encourage these major exchanges to launch services outside the U.S. and where U.S. customers can't play? I mean, it is what it is. They're just trying to avoid all the hassle from the regulators in all you know reality. But very interesting. Do you think many other major exchanges are likely to follow suit? Let me know your thoughts in the comments uh, right down below. Now let's discuss something very serious. Incoming Fed coin, as Rich Dad has been warning us about. Rich Dad, Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki warns that George Orwell's novel in 1984 can quickly become a reality when the U.S. goes ahead with launching a central bank digital currency, better known as CBDC. In an episode of the Rich Dad channel, Kiyosaki says that a Fed coin or Federal Reserve issue CBDC will allow the authorities to become omnipresent and surveil Americans every move to make sure they are behaving. Quoting Rich Dad here, the big concern with Fed coin, the CBDC, is that we lose our privacy. That 
they will track us. They'll track every move because they'll know everything we're spending money on, what we spend it on, and who will give it to all of those. And it becomes George Orwell's 1984. Big Brother will watch you via our money, and that's the problem with the central bank digital currency or the Fed coin. People like me panic. I said, oh, my God, they're going to track me. I don't want them to know how I'm spending my money. It's none of their business. But now with blockchain and all of this, they can track anything they want. So our privacy goes. That's why when uh, George Gammon says Orwellian, he's talking about 1984. Big Brother's going to watch you. That's where we are heading. Very uh, bold concerns from Kiyosaki. His comments come as the Fed explores the benefits and risks of a CBDC. During a speech on Tuesday, the Fed governor, Michelle Bowman, says the potential digital dollar should incorporate privacy considerations into its design. She says there should be proper measures to safeguard the privacy of businesses and individuals. Quoting Bowman here, I'm thinking about the implications of a CBDC and privacy. We must also consider the central role that money plays in our daily lives and the risk that a CBDC would provide not only a window into but potentially an impediment impediment to the freedom Americans enjoy in choosing how money and resources are used and invested. Uh, I think she makes a good point. Obviously, these, this is a major concern, as it should be for everyone. But guess what? Bitcoin is the antidote to CBDCs and Fedcoin. So happy stacking. And to watch this video with Robert Kiyosaki entitled The Fed's Plan to End Money, check the show notes below the video in the description. And now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss crypto USA being dead as innovation continues to flee the United States. Billionaire venture capitalist Shamath P believes that regulators are effectively kicking crypto out of the U.S. I mean, very obvious now, right? In a new podcast, he says that the regulators, including the SEC chairman Gary Gensler, are dead set on coming after this nascent industry. According to the billionaire investor, crypto now represents such a threat to the government and the current financial system that regulators are doing everything that they can to drive the digital asset space out of the country. Quoting the billionaire here, crypto is dead in America. You had Gensler even blaming the banking crisis on crypto. So the United States authorities have firmly pointed their guns at crypto. (laughs) That's right. He continues, I just think they are probably the ones that were the most threatening to the establishment. And they were the ones that, in fairness to the regulators, did push the boundaries more than any other sector of the startup economy. So now they're paying the price for that. The bill has come due for them. Shamath P also blasts the SEC for giving Coinbase a hard time, even though the crypto exchange is trying to play by the rules. The venture capitalist highlights that the bankrupt crypto exchange FTX was the closest to getting the nod from the top regulatory body, quitting him here. Coinbase played by the rules, stood in line, tried to do the right things. It seems that every step along the way, everything from uh, board composition to executive composition is how they try to interact with the regulators, yet they are probably the furthest away from getting a license. The one that came the closest was the one that was the most fraudulent, which is FTX. How is that even possible? Let me explain why that's possible. It's called collusion. The regulators, Gary Gensler and them, were colluding with Bankman Freed, or I should say Scam Bankman Freed. And to watch this video he did entitled SpaceX Launch Fox News Settlement and Zombie Concern All In, check the show notes below the video in the description, which leads us to our next breaking story of the day before we get to our $532,000 Bitcoin price prediction post-halving 2024 as per Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock-to-flow model, and then we'll dive into some live Q&A. But now let's discuss this 
Bitcoin real estate marketplace, which just launched, which is powered by Coinbase. And this is a pretty big deal. My e-listing, the world's first Bitcoin real estate marketplace, launched recently where it will allow people to purchase real estate within the U.S. with Bitcoin directly. Let's freaking go. This will likely have tremendous positive impacts in both the real estate and crypto industries as it introduces a large pool of new customers for both. One of the most attractive things about this new platform is that buyers can essentially purchase properties in just one business day. Let that sink in. How many of you have got a loan through a bank and closing took maybe 30, 60, 90 days and it was a nightmare? Well, no more. You can close now within a day with no shenanigans whatsoever. Bring it. This is something that is usually a long process and the traditional method of purchasing real estate. And it's reported that the transaction time is nearly 50 times faster. Like, whoa, changing the game, disrupting industries, right? So far, the platform is only launching for properties in Texas, but there may be plans to expand this marketplace to other states later this year. Hopefully that's true. The platform is initially launching for Texas-only properties April 20th, meaning it already launched, with plans to expand the other select states in June 2023. The list of available properties to purchase with Bitcoin is available on my e-listing website, uh, the ASAP programs explainer video provides a step-by-step -step guide on how the process works. The integration of uh, Coinbase by my e-listing is expected to change the way people invest in real estate by providing a secure and efficient way to buy and sell properties, the press release states. And as Richard explained with the ASAP program, anyone, regardless of the language they speak or where they are in the world, can purchase residential and commercial real estate with crypto in as little as one business day. The program's success will be determined in the coming months as it expands to other states and attracts more buyers and sellers. Now, here's a big point. Coinbase is serving as the backbone of this marketplace platform as it allows for the buyers of crypto to be converted into cash before transferring it to the seller. This gives a lot of credibility to the new platform as Coinbase is already a well-known name within the crypto space within the US. That's right. In fact, it's the largest crypto exchange in the US, right? This is not the first time that real estate has been purchased with Bitcoin and other digital assets. However, it's the first time where a trusted platform was launched that can drive greater adoption and using digital assets to purchase real estate. After all, convenience is usually key for the majority of users, and my e-listing has essentially simplified a long process to just a few short steps. As pointed out here, agents can now list U.S. commercial and residential properties to be sold for crypto or cash on the platform, and anyone worldwide can purchase them within one business day through the ASAP uh, program. This is pretty good stuff. It's Coinbase's participation that distinguishes my e-listing from other similar ventures. Coinbase, as we all know, is a household uh, name. Now, my e-listing is also uh, expedited uh the buying and selling process further with its two partners. We got millennial title and championship title spearheading the title process. Good stuff. Let me know if you would ever uh, buy a house with your Bitcoin. And if so, <laughs> in what year would you likely do that buy? Would you be buying a house? I more recently purchased a house uh, with Bitcoin here in uh, Puerto Rico, and I'm glad I did. It is what it is. Obviously, in a perfect world, I would have rather purchased this house with Bitcoin when it was trading at hundreds of thousands of dollars. But for me, it was a major convenience factor, and I really wanted the house, and I was able to win the house versus the other bidders who would have used a traditional loan and financing, which would have maybe took 60 to 90 days to close here in Puerto Rico. I came with Bitcoin, and they ultimately said, we want you because we know we can close this deal within a few days. And lo and behold, it was a no-brainer. So I think this is awesome. I think it's going to continue to disrupt major industries as Bitcoin already is doing. And ultimately, this is bullish for both Bitcoin and real estate. So 
bring it. And with that being shared, now let's dive into this $532,000 Bitcoin price prediction, and then we'll do some live uh, Q&A. And shout out to Plan B. The Wiley followed quantitative analyst believes that next year's Bitcoin halving will likely send the king crypto to new all-time highs. I mean, it's a given, right? The quant analyst tells his 2 million Twitter followers that the stock-to-flow Bitcoin model predicts that the top digital asset will soar more than 1,847% from its current value of 27 Gs, baby. The stock-to-flow has traditionally been applied to commodities like gold and silver. It predicts the performance of an asset based on the idea that the price increases as the asset becomes more scarce. And according to the analyst, Bitcoin will likely hit his massive target after the Crypto King's halving, an event that slashes the Bitcoin miners' rewards in half. Quoting him here on Crypto Twitter, my January 12th prediction is in line with the stock-to-flow model. Number one, 32,000 is stock-to-flow one standard deviation ban. Uh, number two, $60,000 is the stock-to-flow model. And just before the halving, which you can see in this chart in the dark blue, and Bitcoin seems to hit the stock-to-flow value models. And number three, $100,000 is the bottom of my 100000 to $1 million range. And around $532,000 stock-to-flow model value after the 2024 halving. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the quant analyst. Plan B also defends his stock-to-flow model against critics who question its accuracy after it inaccurately forecasted Bitcoin would hit six figures in 2021, quoting him right here, saying stock-to-flow model is wrong and valid or broken means saying that the Bitcoin price pumps after 2012, 2016, and 2020 halvings are coincidences, random, unrelated to halvings. Possible, but I disagree. In my opinion, 21 million cap supply schedule in the four-year halving cycle are fundamental to the Bitcoin price. So in my opinion, the halving will probably be at the stock-to-flow value model of $60,000, which is in the dark blue, and Bitcoin will pump after the halving, just like in 2012, 2016, and the 2020 halvings. And according to Plan B, his model has proven largely accurate in determining the market trends since he created it back in 2019. Quoting him here, for me, the stock-to-flow model works as expected when I made the model in March of 2019 and makes me money. I guess some got too focused on $100,000, and there was a lot of misunderstanding about stock-to-flow and about the models in general. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the infamous uh, Plan B. And when do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to hit that six-figure mark? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.